In this video, I'm gonna teach you four advanced techniques to massively improve your ranking position on Google Search and Google Maps via your Google Business Profile. If you're running any type of a local business, your Google business profile is mission critical to your success in terms of being found by prospective customers because more and more the consumer confides in what they find online that describes past clients' experiences in terms of working with you. That's your Google business profile. We know that Google is the number one search engine on the planet. We know that Google dominates when it comes to all things local search and that Google reviews are arguably the most important online reviews. So 46% is the actual stat of all Google searches every day are of local intent. And of those 46%, about 93% of those are actually triggering the map pack, which means they're looking for local businesses that rank in that given search in that given area. And so today's video is all about how do you cut through all the competition because chances are based upon where you're watching, there could be thousands tens of thousands of other agents in your local marketplace, all of whom may have their own Google business profiles. And so today's video is about advanced techniques to help you cut, 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 cut all the way to the top of the line, ranking at the top of Google search, the top of Google maps via your Google business profile. Welcome to this week in marketing. My name is Jason Pantana. I'm your host and I'm glad you're here because if you're here, it means you're looking to rank and get found by more buyers, more sellers, more customers for your business. Now, if you're new to the channel, it would mean a ton if you could go ahead and subscribe and then tap the little notification bell icon to indicate that you want to receive alerts whenever we publish new videos just like this one. So without further ado, let's dive into our topic, four optimizations for your Google business profile, advanced ones to help you rank higher in Google search and Google maps. Let's dive in. So a lot of the points we cover today are gonna to be toggling between both your website and your Google business profile, because I'm gonna say this phrase more than once, Google is always Googling you. They're analyzing whatever they find online and what they know about you from offline sources too. They talk about prominence and relevance and proximity as being the three major variables of their algorithm. And so Google's always Googling you. Arguably the spot where they gather the most data about your business, aside from what you list inside your profile, is your website, the domain that you link to your Google business profile. And so changes you make to optimize on your website can have a profound ripple effect in terms of how that manifests or how that plays out with your Google business profile. Ergo, suffice it to say, your website has a big influence on your Google business profile's performance. Specifically, keywords on your website. Are you optimized for the right keywords on your website? Think about how Google works. I type in words, phrases, keywords into Google because I'm looking for something and Google's job is to interpret my meaning and give me the most relevant results based upon whatever I typed as a user or a searcher of Google. So what are the search phrases that your would-be customers might be searching on Google that you wanna rank on? Well, it's probably phrases like best realtor near me or best realtor in Nashville, Tennessee, top real estate teams, Nashville, uh, listing agent, uh, Milwaukee, those types of phrases. So the first step to dialing up or improving your Google business profile is to keyword optimize your website. Go back to grammar school, if you would, for a moment, where your teacher taught you I think, probably, most likely, about nouns, verbs, and modifiers. What are nouns? A person, place, a thing. What's a verb? An action term, a doing kind of term. What's a modifier? Well, it's an adverb or an adjective. What does that do? They describe nouns or describe verbs. They're describing words. So. Imagine a word cloud of what are the words that are most important to be found throughout your website, especially on the core pages, like your homepage, your services pages, your about page, the biography section, the contact page, the core pages. What are the keywords that matter the most? Well, they're going to be nouns, verbs, and modifiers, nouns. So for example, the name of your business. If I'm a realtor and my name is Jason Pantana, 
my full name, I want the SEO of my full name, Jason Pantana mentioned as many times across my website to create validity that those keywords are all over my website and they're valid for who I am as an agent. Not just Jason, but Jason Pantana, or if it's the name of a team, you wanna reinforce those, those nouns, if you will, the keywords. Uh, it could also be where you do business, Nashville, Tennessee, or a specific neighborhood or zip codes or areas, communities, subdivisions, those types of location descriptive terms or keywords, they should be literally scattered and littered all over your website so long as they're relevant and don't look like spam. You have to actually give rich quality content, but you wanna reinforce to Google the name of your business and where you do business, and then also the type of business you're in. Real estate brokerage, real estate, real estate broker, real estate agent, real estate agency, terms like that scattered throughout the website to reinforce for Google Terms like that scattered and optimized accordingly across your website to reinforce for Google who you are, what you do, and where you do it. Nouns. Verbs are the action terms. They describe what you help folks do. Buy a house, sell a house, purchase, list, lease, moving to, moving from, selling in, listing in. Those are all verbs. They describe the action terms of what you help folks do in terms of providing your services. So far, I've mentioned nouns and verbs. The last is modifiers. What are the most important or commonly used adjectives or adverbs that would be associated with a given search where a customer might be looking for you. So I can tell you it's words like best, top, number one, the number one agent, the number one listing agent or team, the top realtors in, the best realtor in, words that describe. My recommendation is that you imagine making a word cloud or it even could be a spreadsheet where you and your team or your people who support you in your SEO list out, okay, based upon our research and what we know about the customers we want to attract, they use words and phrases like this, nouns, verbs, and modifiers when they go looking for a realtor. And so I'm going to optimize my website with those types of keywords. Again, on the main pages, the homepage, your about section, the primary pages on your website reinforce it. So in fact, you might notice in the map pack sometimes that you'll see a snippet where it says website also mentions best realtor or something like that in bold. That's called a local justification. I'm gonna talk about those in a second. What Google's doing is actually splitting hairs in terms of there may have been, I don't know, a 300 way tie for that position in the map pack. And Google's like, what can distinguish one business from the next? And they actually scoured your website. And maybe in the biography, it says, Jason Pantana strives to be the best realtor with whom you've ever worked in Nashville, Tennessee, or something like that. And Google's like, website also mentions best realtor. Did I necessarily call myself the best realtor? No, it just mentioned it. So think about it from the search engine standpoint. If Google can only rank the top three business profiles in any given search in a set location, so in different parts of town, for instance, and there are tens of thousands of other agents, it could rank in that map pack and it can only pick three, it's going to be splitting hairs. So remember, Google's always Googling you and they're mostly pulling data from your website. So make sure you keyword optimize the living daylights out of your website. Hey, if you're committed to absolutely crushing your local SEO via your Google business profile, then make sure to check out our course, Google Business Boss. It's about three and a half hours of on-demand video, step-by-step, on-screen instruction to help you dial in your Google business profile. The courses belong to you forever. We keep them updated as things change. And if you wanna be a local SEO, let's call it a ninja, then click the link in the description. Second tip to optimize your Google business profile in an advanced kind of way is what are called local justifications. I already alluded to these. Let's talk about what are local justifications. Okay, when somebody does a Google search, best realtor in Nashville or in Williamson County, some phrase like that, 
that's going to trigger the map pack. I've talked about this several times now. The map pack is a half portion of map and there's typically three business listings. They are presumably the top three business listings based upon what you searched for and where you searched for it or whatever location term you provided. So for example, if I just said best realtor near me, okay, Google has to detect my location. So the proximity is, is a variable. It's, it's a factor here. If I use a location term, best realtor Nashville, then that location term supersedes the location of my device where I'm conducting the search. Either way, there's an order of operations for location. This means that the map pack will have different answers for different people in different places. It's going to be somewhat of a moving target around your area. The goal is rank and optimize for as many of those key searches in as many areas as possible so you can be in the map pack more than anybody else and get more of those inbound leads and opportunities. Okay, so the map pack can only include the three top business listings. And you have to imagine, I already said this once, Google's got like, thousands of potential listings in your marketplace. There could be so many others to pick from. And so it's like any, mini, miny, mo, catch a tiger by its toe is trying to decide which profile should be shown in the map pack versus others. And there could be again, a 682 way tie or a 6,882 way tie, depending upon just how competitive your marketplace is. So how does Google start to split hairs to determine the top three. I mean, cause it's gonna get like really, really granular to do that. Local justifications give us a really good clue, a really good clue. So when you do a Google search for best realtor near me, it's gonna trigger the map pack. There's gonna be three business listings and most likely underneath each business listing, you'll see something like website also mentions blank. And it might even put some of the words in bold. That's typically when it's repeating back to you, whatever search terms you put inside of your actual search, like best realtor, it might be emboldened. Most commonly, you're gonna see snippets from reviews, which tells you that Google is reading the reviews of your customers and looking for keywords. So for example, if you have reviews, let's say you have hundreds of reviews and some of them say, Jason Pantana was the best realtor we've ever worked with in Nashville, Tennessee. And they're loaded up with those nouns, verbs, and modifiers, the right types of keywords to reinforce. You have a really good probability that Google is gonna scan through those reviews and grab snippets for the local justifications because a local justification is Google justifying itself. This is why I chose this one. See, look here, it says best realtor on their website in the reviews. So local justifications are, again, rationalizations for why Google chose a profile over another. So how do you optimize your profile so that it's rife with opportunities for local justifications because Google uses them all the time? Well, it's your reviews. They matter a whole bunch. It's keywords on your website. So like I talked about in the last segment, Google's always Googling you and it's looking for context on your website that supports what's being said about you according to you on your Google business profile. It's looking for external sources. Think about how Google works. It's constantly looking for backlinks and external sources that validate, hey, this is the most relevant link, not because they say so, but because other sources say so. The irony is that in local SEO, your website is an other source, even though it's your website. You have complete and utter control over it. So you should leverage it. So it's their website also mentions, that's a snippet or a local justification. It's a little snippet from a review where a customer uses the right keywords. Those are local justifications. Additionally, Google in your profile gives you access to a feature called products, whereby you can offer products for sale. Most agents just include listings as products, or maybe they include find out what your home is worth, search for homes, 
and those types of products, whereby you include the product and then somebody can click learn more and it will go to your website to get more information about that product. However, those agents are missing the biggest opportunity afforded by products. Because when consumers are searching for what's my home worth or they're searching for homes for sale, that's not gonna trigger the map pack. That's gonna get Zillow and Realtor.com to rank, not the map pack. What triggers the map pack? Best realtor near me. Top listing agent in X neighborhood. First time home buyer, buyer representation services. Those types of search phrases trigger the map pack. The map pack shows up when people look for you, the professional, not when they look for houses, when they look for you, the service provider, okay? So you should include products that link up with those kinds of searches. Products for maybe a first time home buyer and helping them in their process that are optimized with the right keywords. Products that are paired nicely with the right listing agent in the right area. You could include products galore that link up with all those types of searches that are relevant to the consumer you wanna take care of so that Google sees those products when it's doing its math equation. Who are the top three profiles to rank? Oh, I got a 9,000 way tie. This one has a product that says, and then it puts it as a local justification so that you rank higher in the search results, products. So again, local justifications. It can pull from reviews, mentions on your website, just based upon your keywords, also products. Also, there's a section in your Google business profile called services. And this is the last one in this little bit we'll talk about. Services describe your business category. When you set up your profile, you had to choose at least one category, your primary category. I would typically recommend choosing two or three, but the primary matters the most. I've talked about this in other videos. The category is a critically important step to your profile. It's not an advanced step, it's a basic, critically important step. Services describe your category. So for example, if one of the categories you choose, let's just say it's your primary category, is real estate agency, then services are words and phrases that describe real estate agency. They give additional commentary and context to Google about what are the scope of services within that category of service, real estate agency. A lot of agents don't put stuff there. Now Google starts filling it in on its own because remember Google always Googles you. So it pulls information from your website that it thinks is relevant and it lists it as services. However, you have the control to go in and add your own services or remove services. And moreover than that, you have the ability to go in and add keyword loaded descriptions of those services that are to the core of the keywords for which the consumer is searching. So zoom out for a step. There could be a 10,000 way tie for one of the positions in the map pack. So what does Google do? They start splitting hairs. How do we know? Because they show us local justifications all the time. Where do they pull those justifications from? Keywords on your website, reviews and the keywords mentioned in those, that's the biggie, products, in the product section of your profile and services that describe your key category. These are opportunities to rank your profile way higher. Okay, that last one was a big one. This one's a little bit easier for us to talk about and it is to beef up community pages and service pages on your website. So again, your domain, the website that you have linked and associated with your Google business profile. What are service pages? It's your www.yourwebsite.com slash buying www.yourwebsite.com slash selling. They're the services that you provide. Buying, selling, maybe you have investing, maybe you have leasing. They're the services that you offer to the consumer and each one likely has its own webpage on your website. You have a strategic opportunity to really beef those up. With what? With keywords. We've already talked about keywords. Nouns, verbs, modifiers. I'm here to tell you right now that you need to beef up your service pages. 
You also need to beef up your community pages. What are community pages? Those could be maybe zip codes, maybe they're neighborhoods or subdivisions. It depends upon how the consumer tends to search in your local marketplace. So maybe on your website, it's www.yourdomain.com slash communities slash Highland Park or something along those lines. There's another opportunity to load up keywords, location-specific keywords, not just location, but nouns, verbs, modifiers, how you can help people in those locations, buy houses, sell houses, and all those kinds of activities. In real estate, we know it's location, 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 but in SEO, it's keywords, keywords, keywords. But Jason, this sounds like so much work. I don't have time to write all this stuff, like a thousand word article to go on the community page, www.mydomain.com slash 12 South, whatever. If only there's a tool that could help you. Wait, we live in a world of AI. Why not enlist a tool like ChatGPT and say, I don't know, ChatGPT, write a thousand word article for my website that's loaded up with keywords like and related to this, 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 and this that has to do with this neighborhood and this area, include at least, I don't know, two bulleted lists, one that's at least five points. By the way, here's a couple of relevant data points like median sales price, active listing uh, count, days on market, things like that. Now create this really relevant article for me and make sure you integrate my name in it because my business, those nouns, verbs, and modifiers. You feed a prompt like that to your chat GPT and then presto, it outputs a beautiful keyword optimized SEO rich article that you can integrate into your website. If you wanna make your own changes to it, make your own changes to it, definitely proofread it. But this idea that you have to write it all by yourself and you can't get a tool to assist you in your efforts, we live in a different era. So load the SEO on your website up, my friends. And finally, advanced tip number four, to optimize your Google business profile to get you found by more customers because you ranked higher in Google search and higher in Google maps is the geotag images on your website. Now we've talked before about geotagging images. Let's zoom out and talk about what that even means in the first place, because this is a more advanced tactic. When you take a photo on your device, your phone or whatever it is, Generally, most devices uh, include a geotag. Now, those geocoordinates, they're longitude, latitude, and they're part of what's called EXIF data. It's metadata that describes details about the image. So our human eyes just see the image. But Google and other websites can scan and read other metadata that further describes what that image is about. There are websites like geoimager, G-E-O-I-M-G-R.com, whereby you can either one at a time or in bulk, they have a free and a paid version of it, whereby you can take images and throw them in there and you can customize, hey, I wanna say that this image was taken at these coordinates and you can make it Hawaii, you can make the coordinates whatever you want. And then you can also include additional metadata like alt text. Alt text is typically text that's for um, visually impaired, whereby it would describe what the image is about or describe the image in words for somebody who maybe couldn't see the image. Google scans all that metadata. Now, when you take a photo, maybe on your iPhone, you go to upload it somewhere else, there's a really good chance that from a privacy standpoint, a lot of that metadata, including the geotag, might get wiped off the image before it gets posted to protect people's privacy. And so there are websites like GeoImager whereby folks can go in and they can add the metadata they want to be there. They can add the alt text, they can add the geo coordinates that they want. And you can say, hey, this photo was taken at the White House if you want to. You can make it whatever area you want. It could be at your, you could say the image was taken at your office address or at your listing address or at key destinations around town or in certain neighborhoods. And so a lot of folks will use a tool like GeoImager to add geotags to images that they upload to their Google business profile. 
Now, there's a lot of debate about does this do any good? If you get into all the forums, typically what's said is, well, when I go to download that image off of somebody's Google business profile where the metadata was reapplied through a tool like GeoImager, it's gone. That doesn't surprise me because of privacy restrictions that it would be scraped off. I don't take that to necessarily mean that Google didn't get the data and doesn't do something with the data. But slide that off the table for a moment. If you go to Google Images, which is what we're really playing at right now, is Google Images. Google is Google Search, Google Maps, Google Images, it's YouTube, it's all the stuff, all Google properties combined. And when you go to a site like Google Images, have you ever seen once an image that's associated with a Google business profile? I haven't. They're always associated with websites. And so the real opportunity is to geotag the images on your website, in your blogs, on the main sections of your website, really load up that EXIF data to include the right alt text with the right keywords and also the geo coordinates of where you wanna essentially say, this is the dome within which these areas that I am relevant from a location SEO standpoint. Again, you can use a tool like geoimager, G-E-O-I-M-G-R.com to get after this. This one may require some virtual assistance because it will be tedious. However, these four practices combined, this is the the details, the granular stuff about optimizing your Google business profile. It's like I said, if you're running a local business, you simply cannot ignore the potential of your Google business profile. So take the training today, put it into work, and get more buyers, more sellers, more customers to grow your business. Hey, and I wanna hear from you. What tips are you gonna take from today and apply to your Google business profile? I'd be really curious to know. And I'm so glad you watched. Until next week, this is This Week in Marketing.